Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the, the show where I go over all the news of the day in the world of entertainment and pop culture. My name is Edward Lauder, I'm the editor of Small Screen and there is so much to go through today so let's just get cracking and get right into it with the very first story of the day which is that the MCU's Wolverine movie will be PG rated, PG-13 rated in the United States, not R-rated. So this actually, this story comes from uh, Geekosity, and uh, they they are a site that uh, they have a lot of these sorts of uh, scoops. And um, today's one of today's biggest big scoops was that this movie, this upcoming MCU Wolverine movie, is going to be R rated, uh, not going to be R rated, going to be PG thirteen. Now this is interesting because um, Wolverine is one of those characters that we know pretty well from. Uh, I mean, it's he's he's a pretty he's a pretty big name in the Marvel Comics universe, and he was made very 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 uh, popular by Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman's last movie, which is uh, Logan, was incredibly popular, especially with me. Uh, it's my favorite comic book movie of all time, but it was also R-rated. And one of the reasons why people seem to be very impressed by the film was because. It it was the fact that it was R rated meant that people could the, the film could just kind of push the boundaries more than any other comic book movie, and we saw similar things happen with the Deadpool franchise. The Deadpool movies were really really um, intense. They were very gory, full of swear words, full of kind of very rude jokes. It was an adult movie uh, to the point that you can it can be a comic book movie can be just geared for adults, not um, you know thirteen year olds. Let's say which is kind of. It, it, it's slightly new in the comic book universe, in the comic book movie universe, and it's something that a lot of people are a bit worried about, especially now that we know that the franchises like Deadpool, like the X-Men movies, they weren't R-rated, but X-Men incorporates Wolverine, so like the Wolverine standalone movies, they were all R-rated. Uh, well, Logan was R-rated and the two Deadpool movies were R-rated. And that, that was they were allowed to do that thanks to, um, in part, thanks to... Uh, Fox just going ahead and going, you know what, go ahead and uh, <laughs> and make these movies R-rated. And it looks like, I mean, Disney isn't very, they haven't, they don't tend to make R-rated movies and Marvel Studios haven't made, hasn't made an R-rated movie as of yet. So it's something they just don't seem to do. So a lot of people are talking about what they're going to do. And one of the, apparently one of, one of the ways that they can get around that is possibly by making uh, a kind of a sub brand uh, like below for below Marvel that makes these R-rated movies, which is going to be interesting since we've got the likes of Blade coming out, which is going to potentially be an R-rated movie because this is a very violent franchise. And you've also got the the Wolverine films and the Deadpool movies, so maybe they'll make another kind of almost like Touchstone Pictures um, uh, studio just for these R-rated films. But um, it's something that I think we I think uh, people are going to have to really look at in the future especially over at Marvel and Disney, how they make these movies. And one of the ways that they're, apparently they're, they're going to do it is actually by making them PG-13, which is a shame because um, you do lose quite a lot, I think, making a film like Wolverine or like Deadpool PG-13 because part of part of the reason why people love them so much is because they're able to push the boundaries. So according to Geekosity, yeah, they, this Wolverine film in the MCU isn't going to be R-rated. It's going to be PG-13. But what do you guys think about that? Let me know in the comments below. Right, so moving on. And the next story of the day has to do with Miles Morales, and it's actually another Geekosity scoop. And they've um, they've revealed that uh, Marvel 
is actually going to be working on Spider-Man, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man, and the Miles Morales Spider-Man films. They're going to be working with uh, Sony Pictures, of course, but they're going to be making the films at kind of the same time. And uh, and they're going to be um, so they're, you're going to have a Spider Verse. The, the, the Miles Morales films are very very much going to start with the Spider Verse film, and uh, and that's going to then come into Miles Morales Spider Man movies and to, and Tom Holland Spider Man movies, and they're going to kind of be split. And it's it's going to be a bit a bit of a weird kind of time for especially well moviegoers because we're going to have two versions of the same character basically i mean he's not the same character miles morales is a very different character to peter parker but spider-man two spider-man movies or two spider-man franchises at the same time and that's going to be slightly odd um but it looks like they they're coming up with a naming system that's going to make, mean that these um, that, that they're going to be very distinct which is one way to go it's one way to make sure that these uh, that people aren't too confused by this whole thing and that's apparently that's going to happen. But what do you guys think? Are you guys excited to see Miles Morales come to the MCU? It's something that I've been looking forward to for a very, very long time. And um, the popularity of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse shows that people really do love this character. So let me know in the comments below if you're excited for this. Right, moving on. The next story has to do with Oscar Isaac. And again, it's another geekosity scoop. There's a lot of geekosity stuff today. They, um, <laughs> they've been scooping quite a lot recently. But according to them, Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight is actually going to be turning up in an Avengers movie. Um, this is apparently stipulated in his contract that he's just signed. So it was uh, it was revealed yesterday that... Um, Sorry about that. That uh, that um, Oscar Isaac had signed on to to play the part in a Disney Plus Marvel series, which is massive news. It's huge news. Brilliant casting. I love the guy. I think he's a fantastic actor. And now we're going to get to see Moon Knight appear in an MCU movie, probably in the Avengers. Now, as I see the Avengers moving forward, it's something. He's. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how they go and where they take it because we know that Iron Man's not going to be part of it. We know that Captain America is not going to be part of it. We know that Vision's gone now. So it's going to be a very different team. So it looks like they might be relying actually on their Disney Plus uh, characters, Marvel characters like Moon Knight, possibly like She-Hulk, maybe Ms. Marvel come in there and it might mix it up a bit, which is actually something that we really need as far as the Avengers are concerned, because those movies were brilliant, but we really came to an end of an era with Avengers Endgame, so now it's time for something new, and that's possibly something with Doctor Strange at the at the helm, maybe, with Spider-Man, with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, and then other characters coming in, possibly even uh, Miles Morales' character coming in. I think that would be really interesting, and then having Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight in there would also give some real kind of Oscar Isaac's a fantastic actor, so it it would get it would give the franchise some kind of oomph as far as actors are concerned, and uh, maybe because a lot of the other characters will be played by I mean, um, by by uh, actors that aren't as uh, as what's the word as um experienced let's say as Oscar Isaac he's been around for a while he's been a lot of franchises he's been in a lot of franchises including the X-Men franchise where he played Apocalypse but he's been in the Star Wars franchise as well he's he's an actor that knows what's what and he knows that he wants to be part of this franchise and it's a it's a brilliant franchise to be part of but what do you guys think are you guys excited for the Moon Knight series are you, are you excited to see Oscar Isaac play Moon Knight and see him in the Avengers in an Avengers movie let me know in the comments below Right, moving on. The next story is actually a small screen exclusive, and this is really exciting. This I've been uh, sitting on this for a couple of days now, but um, yesterday I revealed that um, that 
Warner Media and um, and Zack Snyder are actually developing uh, Justice League Two, and then it was also revealed to me today that uh, Justice League Two is going to feature this man. It's going to feature Ben Affleck as Batman. He's just signed on today. Uh, or sorry, not today. I mean, I don't know when it was. It was revealed to me yesterday, but they told me that he signed on to play Batman in Justice League Two. And he was, according to some of my sources, that I actually didn't direct quote, but according to some of my sources, he was the 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 man they really that Warner Media, HBO Max, and Zack Snyder really wanted to sign on because apparently the story really is centered. He is he is a focal point in this in this next movie, which is to be expected. He is Batman, and he is Zack Snyder's Batman. And moving forward, um, these these upcoming this upcoming uh, Justice League two series. It was revealed to me that actually uh, Warner Media and HBO Max kind of sees it as their new Game of Thrones. It's going to be like event television, which is why they're keeping it as a kind of four part series. And uh, I'm, I mean, I did ask whether they're going to be releasing them all at once or weekly. They didn't. I wasn't told whether they were, but I'll, I'll press them for that and I'll see see what they say. I keep on. I mean, I'm trying to get as much information as I can about this because it is really exciting. But um, no, as far as uh, as far as my sources are concerned, and I have directed uh, direct quoted uh, two of them that agreed to be direct quoted. I always try and do this because it gives. It's just it's easier for me to write it up, and also it's um, it's it's just something I like to do. Really, it's something that it's it's quite nice uh, to have a direct quote in there from a source. Again, if they say no, I don't I don't put it I don't put it up. I don't I don't direct quote them. But the fir- the first person that came to me with this news said the deal has been signed. Ben Affleck is going to be returning as Batman in Zack Snyder's Justice League Two. Then another source added that uh, Ben Affleck and Warner Media have agreed on a deal that will see him uh, star as the Dark Knight in Justice League Two. So um, one of them did also reveal that Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, Ray Fisher, uh, Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller were also in talks all to return, but nothing. There's been no no word on whether they've signed or not. According, I mean, I haven't heard anything from my sources about that. I will I will keep on um, I will get back to them and try and try and see what's happening there. But I mean, at the moment, I think as far as um, as Warner, as Warner Media is concerned and HBO Max is concerned, Ben Affleck was the one they really wanted to get on board. Uh, it was I revealed yesterday that Zack Snyder and uh, Chris Terrio are actually working on the script, um, which is fantastic news. And they're developing this and they're trying to get bo- the ball rolling on this as quickly as they as possible because this is actually these DC comic properties. They're huge for HBO Max. They are huge for them. HBO Max at the moment I think is nearing nine million subscribers, but it's only based in the US. And one of the ways they can get as many subscribers as possible is by making these sorts of shows, by making these movies and having them on HBO Max. Now, I know a lot of people will be like, well, is that really um, economically viable? Is that something that they can get a lot of money out of? Well, yes, because actually the way that they're looking at this is actually there is kind of like a dual release system. So they'll be releasing them on streaming to begin with, but then they'll release a cinematic version in cinemas afterwards. So they kind of get the best of both worlds. But also Warner Media is actually, as far as my, uh, this is what I've been told by my sources, um, I had a long uh, uh, long chat with one of them about this, but um, they see this as like a, a this is this is a, a long game to them. They're playing the long game. They're looking at subscribers, at, at uh, steady monthly income from mul- multiple like sources. It's multiple revenue streams. It's like, so they could release one movie a year 
they could release a big DC Comics movie a year, and they'll probably get eight 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 hundred million dollars from that. And that's that that's one way they can go, and they can keep on doing that. But as we've seen, um, as we've seen with Disney, with the when they started Disney Plus, it looks like their uh, investors are really keen on Disney to really bolster their streaming offerings, which is something that HBO Max can do since they have these DC Comics properties. Of course, Disney's doing it with their Marvel properties, and now. DC Comics is actually seeing that it's a place, especially with the coronavirus pandemic, they're going to have to think of other ways to make money. And it's actually, in the long run, it probably, the, 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 this, this the, I, don't, I don't want to say something uh, I might regret, but it's like the, the, way, the way this pandemic has kind of, um, it's shown them that they need to think of other ways to release and to like release content. And they have a streaming. They have a streaming platform. The problem is their streaming platform is actually at the moment only available in the U.S. So one of the main things they have to do is work out how they can get it out to as many different territories as possible. Because there are a lot of people out there that aren't based in the U.S. that would love access to this stuff. And we still actually don't know how they're going to release uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League in areas outside of the U.S. There are there is talk, and it has been told to me that they're. I have been told that they are looking to um, to release things to release the Zack Snyder cut actually in in cinemas, but also working with people possibly like Sky or you know people like that and um, and maybe getting it out that way. But we won't know. I mean, we're not going to know. I, I have been asking, but I haven't heard any information about how they're going to do this. We're probably not going to know until next year, really. But um, now, as far as as far as these movies are concerned, and, and and Justice League Two is concerned, it still will be on HBO Max, and it very much is an HBO Max thing. But they probably will end up releasing it as a movie in cinemas further down the line, so they can get the ticket. You know, they can get the ticket sales and the uh, and the extra subscriptions, which which will come inevitably with this but what do you guys think are you guys excited to hear that ben affleck is going to be playing batman again it really looks like batfleck is back uh and let me know in the comments below right moving on and we're going to move on to uh zack snyder is <laughs> he's been doing a lot of teasing and uh one of the things he teased today via twitter was that he's actually now filming the additional photography and reshoots on justice league so he took he um posted a tweet uh of a, a clapperboard uh, with these with the Justice League logo on it so we already know that um well the only actor that hasn't been confirmed um to return to the for these reshoots is actually Henry Cavill and one of the reasons why he probably hasn't been confirmed yet is because at the moment he's filming um Justice League which uh, sorry not Justice League uh, the Witcher season 2 which is taking up a heck of a lot of time and uh, you know it's to be expected it's a, it's probably Netf one of Netflix's biggest shows at the moment so yeah, he's filming that at the moment. Whereas the the rest, so Ben Affleck, um, Ray Fisher, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, one Ezra Miller, I don't think has been confirmed. Maybe he has. Well, anyway, uh, Jared Leto as well. Possibly Ryan Reynolds. More on that later. They're all back and they're all filming, and this is being filmed right now. They they're getting going on this thing, and they're really really going as they're really gonna i mean it's it's crazy how much money uh warner media have spent on this they've spent reportedly 70 million dollars already just on these kind of reshoots so it's they've spent basically uh more i think more money than they spent on making uh making joker uh making uh, todd phillips's joker which is a, a multi-oscar nominated and award-winning movie 
So they really, it really seems as though they really believe in this uh, property and it's something that can be really lucrative for them financially moving forward. And also a lot of people are very interested in seeing this Justice League. If it's successful, uh, I think we're going to see probably as many as many Justice League movies as Zack Snyder wants to make. But what do you guys think of this? Are you, lo are you looking forward to Zack Snyder's Justice League? Let me know in the comments below. <clears throat> right. Moving on, and moving on to HBO Max's Green Lantern series. According to the executive producer of the show, Mark Guggenheim, who was the uh, also the executive producer on the Arrowverse um, TV shows, his um, the Green Lantern movie, which is coming to HBO Max, is going to be is going to look basically like a movie. So he was actually quite. It was what he said was quite interesting. It was um, he was being uh, he was talking at uh, Comic Con International, and during this chat. He mentioned that actually it's not the actual series isn't going to be like a movie. It's going to be like a TV show. It's just going to look like a movie because if you were to make a TV show the same way you make a movie, it would end up looking it would end up being really boring. Imagine watching an eight hour movie. Yeah, it's not it's not the best way to make TV shows. So what he said is it um, I happen to believe and this is not a universally held opinion that you can't do a 10 hour show or an eight hour episode show like an eight-hour movie. I don't think that works. When I, uh, when I see it done, there's always some flabby episodes in the middle. I think you have to approach it like a TV series and approach each episode like its own entity. Even though it's streaming, <clears throat> even though hopefully people will binge it, you've got to make each episode a satisfying meal. And then he went on to say, you've got to, um, sorry, you've got to look at it with, uh, with a different tempo than you would have a two-hour movie. That being said, certainly the show for HBO Max Certainly, the, sorry, certainly the show for HBO Max that we're all working on, we are approaching it with the production ambitions of a movie. So we're writing it like a TV show, but we're hoping to produce it like a film. And that's something that, um, again, it's uh, it's one, one of those things that I think he's right. I think you can't make uh, a TV show, especially if it's eight hours, like an eight hour long movie. I know there are lots of people that talk about that, and um, but eventually you're just going to get bored by some episodes. You need to keep the... Um, you need to keep the kind of the excitement up, but you need to keep it interesting, and that's that's what he's talking about there. And I'm really really excited to for, to see this Green Lantern series. It's coming to HBO Max. It's another one of these HBO Max uh, DC Comics properties that looks really really interesting, and it's um, it's going to be coming relatively soon, I believe. But um, it, what what do you think? Are you looking forward to this HBO Max Green Lantern series? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on, and moving on to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, who is rumored to have a son in the new Marvel slash Sony movies. So this comes from We Got This Covered. And again, take this with a, a pinch of salt, probably, but We Got This Covered are, are reporting that, uh, yeah, that um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, so his Peter Parker, is actually going to have a son in the either the upcoming Spider-Man 3 or whether they're going to be in Spider-Man 4. We're going to have to wait and see. But yeah, and um, this is actually in the comics, and in the comics, the son that he's actually in multiple iterations of the comics, um, he has a kid with um, with Mary Jane Watson, and uh, but it looks like it might be Benji that they go with, who is actually uh, quite key in some in some of the in one of the particular comic story arcs. I'm not overly familiar with with that one. I'm going to be completely honest. Actually, I haven't really read as many Spider-Man comic books as some of the others. It's just one of those things I've never really got around to doing. But um, no, apparently he is 
one one of the things that this Peter Parker, this iteration of Peter Parker in either Spider-Man 3 or Spider-Man 4 or Spider-Verse or whenever it happens, I have it hasn't been confirmed to me. I don't, I, I mean, as far as I'm aware, as far as my sources are concerned, it's going to be Spider-Man 4. But again, I won't go into that now. But yeah, uh, he's going to have a kid, which is going to be really different. It's going to be probably a way to differentiate the characters from each other. He's a dad. The other two probably aren't. They're in different, they're at different stages in their lives. So it's something that I'm I'm personally really looking forward to, and it's uh, it kind of goes it it kind of goes in line with some of the rumors we've heard about Tobey Maguire wanting to spend more time out of the suit and wanting to kind of just act more in this movie, and it's something that I personally am really looking forward to seeing. What about you? Let me know in the comments below. Right, so uh, moving on, we've got three more stories to go through today. The this one is about Ryan Reynolds again, and uh, it's being reported that Ryan Reynolds will reportedly carry on making jokes about Green Lantern in the Deadpool movies, even though they're in the MCU. So one of the big things, one of the funny things about watching Deadpool is the fact that he makes jokes about he he's meta, he's very meta. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, and Ryan Reynolds played Green Lantern. And if you remember back in in the first movie when uh, before um, Wade Wilson. I think I got that right, became Deadpool, uh, he made a joke about not having uh, a CGI green suit, which of course is a little, uh, you know, joke about uh, Green Lantern. And then there was a, I'm I'm, I'm kind of blanking on, there were a bunch of really funny uh, post-credit scenes at the end of Deadpool 2, and I believe one of them had to do with Green Lantern, but I'm really blanking on that right now, and please, I apologize for that, but I believe he's reading the script to either Green Lantern or X-Men Wolverine. I can't remember which one it is. But it's, it's those kind of jokes, you know, about Ryan Reynolds, the actor, kind of... And apparently they're still going to go with it, even though these Deadpool movies are going to be made within either within the MCU or at least by Marvel Studios. They're still going to be making these sorts of jokes, which I am really happy to hear because that's one of the reasons why you love Deadpool. That's one of the reasons why you love Ryan Reynolds' iteration of Deadpool because it's so meta and they're funny. These jokes are actually fun. They, they do make a lot of jokes in the Deadpool movies, and not a lot of them land, or not all of them land, let's say. Most of them do. But uh, but yeah, it looks like they're still going to be making these sorts of jokes moving forward. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Right, so moving on to the penultimate uh, story of the evening, and that's that Tom, ha- Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Tom Holland has arrived uh, on the Spider-Man 3 set and is ready to get to work so this um, Tom Holland has been ridiculously busy over the past couple of uh, well months. He's been filming the Uncharted movie and uh, doing a he's playing a young version of uh, Nathan Drake in that movie. And then he um, <clears throat> sorry, then he went all the way over to Atlanta in a plane to start filming Spider-Man Three. And it's he's he's very much in demand at the moment. He's a terrific terrific young actor. Really really massive talent. But uh, he posted on his Instagram stories uh, a video of him uh, coming basically right outside of the plane. You can hear the the engines of the plane in the background. And I got this via comicbook.com's Instagram account, not um, Tom Holland's Instagram account. But he said, um, okay, uh, we've just land. <laughs> sorry, we've just landed in Atlanta and it's time for Spider-Man 3. Let's go. He sounded very excited. I'm very excited to see this film. Are you excited to see this movie? Let me know in the comments below. And the next, the final, final story of the night, and this is actually kind of linked to the previous one, is that Tom Holland is already teasing what could be in Spider-Man 3's script. So if you know anything about Tom Holland, you know that he is prone to, uh, well, 
he's he's the one of the big serial leakers in the marvel cinematic universe he's the one that a lot of the scoops end up coming from and he doesn't do it deliberately he's just um he's very he's always very very excited about the about first off being spider-man and just wants to talk about it and he ends up spoiling things by accident but he again took to instagram stories to uh show his uh his many many fans on instagram that he's he's just received the script for spider-man 3 but he's learned his lesson and he's not going to show anybody it, which is fine. I would have liked to have seen a title, I'm going to be honest. Uh, according to my sources, it's going to be Spider-Man Home Run, but I'm hearing a lot of people saying it's going to be Spider-Man Home Worlds, which also makes sense. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. But here's what he said. He said, hey, so I just got home and I'm in Atlanta and I've just been delivered a package. That package is an iPad. And on that iPad is a script. And that script is Spider-Man 3. So I'm going to find out... I'm going to find I'm going I'm about to find out what I'm going to be doing for the next 5 months. I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I've learned my lesson, but I'm so excited. And then he proceeded to break the iPad. But um no, he's he's someone that uh, if you don't follow anyone on Instagram, uh, follow Tom Holland because he's really funny and also you'll probably get a scoop out of it because he probably will end up uh spoiling something. But yeah, he's now reading Spider-Man 3 script and he's excited and I'm excited to see that movie. It's one of my most anticipated movies. It's being directed by John Watts. It's uh, It's got, you know, we've got Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro. We've got uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as, um, as Doctor Strange. You know, the usual cast, the usual Spider-Man cast are also going to be involved. And there are, there are rumors that Maguire and, and Garfield are going to be turning up as their versions of Spider-Man. But we're going to wait on that and see whether it's true or not. I don't know. But what do you guys think about this? Are you excited for Spider-Man 3? Let me know in the comments below. And with that, that is the show. That's everything. I've gone through all the news of the day in the world of entertainment and pop culture, specifically, I suppose, comic book related, but that's what the site's all about. Um, if you're a fan of the site and want to follow us, you can follow us on uh, on all over on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook at small screen gb you can also please subscribe if you like this stuff on youtube and i release this later as a podcast which is small screen stories and you can find that wherever you find your podcasts i'm edward lauder the editor of small screen you can follow me on twitter at ej lauder thank you so much for listening have a wonderful evening or day or morning or where whatever it is at the moment and uh, i'll see you back here tomorrow thank you very much guys goodbye